What does Bo mean? Come. And what's the continuation of the verse? What it say? Bo el paro. How do we translate it into English? Come to paro. Don't go to paro. Come to paro. So of course we need to get into it. And because uh, the Hilula, Hilula meaning the death anniversary of the Sfatemet. I don't know how many of you heard of Sfatemet. It's one of the great commentary on the Torah. It's more Hasidut with an aspect of Kabbalah to it. And Sfatemet asked the, oh, the question that everybody asks. Why is it saying Bo El Paro? He said, Lech El Paro. You know, God is talking to Moshe Rabbeinu. Lech Elav, you know, go to him. So Sfatemet is explaining something um, very interesting. So before we explain it, we need to understand uh, the way that we're teaching uh, the Torah here is not, is not about the external aspect of the Torah because the Torah has two aspects, only two aspects, external and internal. Even there is Pardes, which is Pshat, Remes, Drash, Vesod. We are dealing with the internal meaning of every word, every letter, every Tam. Those of you who know what Tame Amikra is, every Nekudot, why there is Chirik, why there is Kamatz. So Kabbalists like to deal with the reasoning, not the what, the reasoning. It's very, very important. Sfatemet, who was a Kabbalist, he was a student of a student of the Megid Memezes, Rabbi Elimelech, all the way to the Baal Shem Tov. Those of you familiar with the name. So we need to understand that when we refer to Paro, we're not referring just to an evil king in Egypt. That's the Pshat. That's an Amidrash Yotzebidepshuto. It's important also. But we are also dealing with the inner Pharaoh inside of us. Did you ever get stubborn? Did you ever get angry? Did you ever get jealous? Did you ever have some lust you cannot get rid of? That's the Pharaoh inside me. What is Mitzrayim then? What is Egypt? Yes, Egypt is a country too. But God, those of you who are familiar with God, and I hope all of you study God, because if you only study the Pshat, you cannot understand God. It's not enough. It's not enough to know how to build a sukkah to get you a relationship with God. You need to have a relationship with God. So God, if we ask the Talmud, the Zohar, what's the purpose of creation of the world? Very simple answer. God wants to do good, so he creates a vessel. He creates a receiver. Ask the human, okay? Am Israel, the rest of the world, animal kingdom, vegetables kingdom, mineral kingdom. So when we talk about Mitzrayim, Mitzrayim is not just a piece of land in the northern part of Africa. We are talking about the Mitzrayim internally as well. What is the Mitzrayim internally? Tsar. The Arizal, the Arizal in Shara Kavanot, in a section that talk about Passover, is talking about the Mitzrayim is internally. Where in my life I feel like Tsar. Tsar being narrow, narrow-minded, narrow way of thinking. Where am I stubborn? Where am I in my life when somebody is telling me something that doesn't make sense to me, I get angry? That's a Mitzrayim post. So from now on, when we look at Parashat Bo, and this Pesach, Be'ezrat Hashem, that some of you may be celebrated with us, with the right kavanot, right consciousness. Remember, Pesach is not some historical event. Remember, our Torah and God himself, it's not about historical event. And I know Jewish people are very much about uh, nostalgia and memory and a wonderful thing. We remember what happened in Egypt. We remember. Why you have to remember? Why you have to remember? Because you have to remember how God get you out of there, but you are reliving Pesach every year. That's why when you take the Ke'ara of the Seder, the Ke'ara of the Seder is taking care of what? The Seder in your life. 
If you feel you don't have order in your life, you need Passover. If you feel your life have a perfect order, don't worry. Go to Mexico. You don't have to celebrate Pesach with everybody. Go play golf. But those of you who feel that your life is out of order in one of those three areas, one of those three areas, either relationship doesn't work as well as you want it, either money, sustenance, parnasa, or either briut, shalom. Those are the three areas. But if you feel you have perfect life and you, you feel you're never going to lose those three things, even if you have them, it's going to be there forever, you don't need Passover. And why, why do you need it? To sit there and remember how we bake the matzah? The historical events are never meant to be celebrated. The historical event, that's why it's called Chag. Those of you who know a little bit Hebrew, I hope we have some Israeli here. The word Chag covered with Choga. You know the word Choga? Choga, Mechoga, if you remember when you were a kid. It was something that created a circle. So that's what Chag, meaning they're telling you time is not a linear, time is circle. So you're always going to go back to the same time. Why are you celebrating your birthday? Because that's the birthday. Yom Ha'uledat Shelcha. This is the day that you were born. This is the seed level of you, who you are. You're going back to there. So how old are you? You can never be more than one year old. You just repeat it many times. 40 times of one year old. 60 times of one year old. Because it's only one circle. Please remember that consciousness as I'm giving you the beginning before I'm entering Sfatimet so we have a better understanding of everything that we study. Otherwise, I'm going to speak and then it will be a wonderful lecture, maybe not wonderful lecture, maybe good food, not good food, good event, not good event, and you're going to forget about it. I always tell people that I'm teaching them privately, one-on-one -on -one, or in Israel, in a group, I always tell them, I hope I make you a little bit angry. And last time I said it was a front of yeshiva. There is a yeshiva in Yad Binyamin that wake up at 4.30 a.m. And I do it from home. It was uh, For me, it was around 10.30 at night. And I tell them, I hope I will make you a little bit angry. And I wanted to upset you a little bit. They look at this. This is not a way, nice way a rabbi should speak to us like that. So, well, you're only going to remember what upset you. What you agree with me, it's gone. So I hope I will upset you a little bit tonight. And then you're going to remember that. Bezrat Hashem. Anyway, Sfat Emet is talking about that, that when Hashem is basically is giving a plagues, seven plagues last week, three plagues this week, Shalosh Makot, and Kaved Lev Paro, the heart of Paro becoming Kaved. Those of you know what Hebrew means Kaved, what is Kaved? Liver. And what is the liver different than the heart? What is the difference between a heart and a liver? Not chopped liver, like a liver, like a human liver. What's the difference between a liver and the heart? Any doctors here? Any doctors? No doctors, no medical school. Okay, liver is all blood. That's why you can kosher it, right? It's all blood. Heart is half enough. Okay, there is two chambers, actually, four chambers by Kabbalah. It's two chambers, so it's full with blood and releasing the blood. Full with blood, releasing the blood. If you check your blood pressure, you have the high number and your low number. Those of you are into blood pressure. Got to go to medical school, school a little bit to understand the whole body. From Kabbalah point of view, you have to study the body as well, how exactly it works. So Kaved Lev Paro, what does that mean? That he make his heart like a Kaved, like a full of blood. Always me, me, and myself. What is the idea of Kaved, if you think about it? We have three things that control our body. Moach, brain, Lev, heart, Kaved. This is the three things controlling you. 
okay, and the consciousness, the emotions, and the retzonot. Retzonot is uh, uh, your lust, your desire, your passion. If you let the brain first, then heart, then the liver, you become what? Melech. Moach, lef, kaved, melech, you are a king. If you let the liver control first, what I want, I want this, I want this, then you become in Hebrew, we call it klum or klumnik, meaning you go liver first, then heart, then brain, you become klum. There's nothing there, nothing there. If you're always after your desire, like a kid, I want this, I want this, I want this, I changed my mind, I want this, I want that. Yeah, I don't like that shiduk, I want this shiduk. No, 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 this shiduk, this shiduk. Today everything is on the app, I don't like you, I like you, I like you, I like you, I don't like you. That's klum, that's the liver. The liver conscious. That's what control our generation. Everybody's into the liver. Kaved left paro. Hashem is saying to Moshe Rabbeinu, even we're going to hit him with all the plagues in the work, with COVID-19, with cancer, with everything else, he's going to say, no, I'm not going to let you out. What kind of prirach of shit? What kind of free will you're doing to paro? Misken. Paro. He's in his mind thinking, tomorrow morning, I'm telling them, go. And he's wake up tomorrow morning and he's changed his mind. He changed his mind. Damn, I can't let him go. Who put that mindset in his brain? God. So why is he getting punished for? That's the big shela. That's a big question that all the Chachamim, all the Kabbalists are asking. And specifically, those of you who have Sfat Emet at home, it's very, very important. What is the lesson? What is Sfat Emet telling us is the lesson? He called that lesson, he called it Kalva Homer. What is the Kalva Homer? Pharaoh was, the reason we call him uh, Paro, according to the Admor of Brandwine, they call him Paro, his name is Paro, because it's Pe-Ra. Pe-Ra meaning the mouse is Ra. He always speaks bad about God. That's Paro. Or Oref, Amkshe Oref, Oref Hashem. Okay, so the whole idea of, of Paro is symbolized. It's the idea that if the worst person in the world, which is Paro, Hashem created Hashem created that image. He said, I'm going to create the worst person and then I'm going to take his free will away and I make him evil. I make him so evil and even that worst human being, I will make him listen to me. You want to see that? And if I can make the worst person listen to me, then remember when you fall down, I don't know how many of you have fall down ever spiritually, but when you fall down spiritually, it's tough to go back up. Very tough. You fall down spiritually. I, I don't want to describe it to you. It's tough. It's painful. It's difficult to go back. It's difficult to win yourself again and say, I'm going to make it. Pharaoh, Pharaoh, the lowest soul. Hashem make him eventually listen in the end of the game. Says Fatemet, something beautiful. He say, if you feel that you fell down ever in your life, you have to remember, maybe you have no chance to make it. But Hashem, He can lift you up from the bottom all the way up. What is the way to do it? What is the secret of doing it? Say Tikkun Azor, Tikkun 21 and Tikkun Azor, Kaf Aleph, Tikkun Kaf Aleph. It's written when a person doing three things, Torah, Mitzvot, Maasim Tobim. Three things. A lot of us think when we study Torah, you study it for being more smart or more intellectual. Torah is an herb. It's like a spiritual herb. It's like whatever you put something for the food and then bring it out. Ooh, like a kumin. But it's a kumin to the soul. It's not Torah. It's like kumin to the soul we're talking about here. Why? Because it's a spice. Bara yetzera. U bara yetzera. U ki yetzera. 
God created the Yetzirah. When you think with tomorrow morning you're going to wake up with some lust and jealousy and anger and problem and doubts. What do you think? Who, who sent you that curveball? God, he gave it to you. But he's telling you, if you try to change yourself all by yourself, not only it's going to be worse than it was before, you're going to have extra ego. Because you're going to say, you see, I overcome my anger. Uh-huh, I'm good. You see, I overcome my lust. I'm good. You see, I overcome my jealousy. I'm good. And you're going to start giving compliments to yourself. But when you are down and you say, this is it. No power in me. I'm going to hold the Sefer of Torah. I'm going to start studying. And through the study, the herbs of the Torah will change me. Ah, now you're making it. That's the tshuva. And that's why, you know, a lot of people, you know, a lot of people come to see me and say to me, yo, you know, we like what you say and this and that. You heard about Tony Robbins and Les Brown. And I say, not only I heard some of them, some of them even used to call me to get some help about a certain area. They're a wonderful speaker. But a lot of time they fall down to the dark. But so the speech is amazing. But is the change coming inside from Hashem, from the Creator? That's the change. That's what Svantemetis want to tell us. And because it's his birthday was today, so I want to share that with you. It's very important for me to share that with you. Those of you who are going to go to Poland, call me. I will tell you exactly where he's buried. You go pray next to his grave. It's amazing. So basically, don't give up. Don't give up if you have a shame on your side. Where are we getting it? Masechet Brachot, those of you who know, it's in the Talmud. Uh, that the person should not give up. Even if you the sword on your neck and you start seeing the, the, the movement of the sword start moving, it's bleeding a little bit. A person should not prevent himself from asking mercy. Mercy is on the way. Just bring a vessel. What's your vessel look like? You have three vessels you can create. Torah, mitzvot, ma'asim tovim. You do ma'aset tov. Don't have ego when you help somebody. Don't have ego when you help the poor. It's for you. It's not for the poor. God sent the poor to you. You can do ma'asim tovim. Through that you get a vessel. The vessel get the light, the herbs. Remember the kumin for the soul. That kumin for the soul start changing you. Your life get better. But you think the poor person really need you? If you think like this, you're out of your mind. This is poor person came to help you, came to save your soul. That's why when Chodesh Adar is coming soon, everybody always should have a little cash in the pocket. Ari said in Adar, whoever asks for tzedakah, yes. What if it's a bad person? Not your business, you give it. You are Yesod the Abba. That's what Kabbalists call it. Yesod the Abba, you give it. What, what can I give? That's a secret. The Rav Brandwein is telling us about the same idea. As I say, Pera. Okay, because he always speak bad about Boreolam. And I want to explain to you something. Some of you will see it from there. Some of you may not see it. Last week, I showed you the 10 Sefirot. But I couldn't explain it just being on the paper. Those of you still have the, uh, the, the digital thing that we send it to you, uh, use it. But remember, how many plagues we have in this week, Parasha? Three. Three, wonderful. What's the name of the Parasha? Bo, what's the gematria of Bo? Very good. What is those three? Remember, last week we were dealing till here. Only lower seven, it's called. Okay, remember we studied that last week. We said lower seven. That's lower seven related to our life. This week 
we are hitting hard Pharaoh and Mitzrayim internally, not externally. We're dealing with Bina, Chochma, and Keter. I cannot go into details, but those of you who study on my web or those of you study on YouTube, and please, this is a good time to tell all of you to, to, to sign in to YouTube. So it's free, and then get all the lectures. When you get all the lectures, sign for the lecture that talk about Sefirot. But again, don't go too fast with those lectures. They are heavy. They are not easy. Study one lecture in two weeks, and then after two weeks, another lecture. Le'at, le'at with this study. Don't, don't rush, please. It's called Talmud Eser Asfirot, or it's called Tikkuni Azor, and then you will understand more about the Sfirot. If it's too much for you, please do not continue. Touch it, see if it's for you. If it's not for you, let it go. Go study something else. The Binach of Mein Keter is the upper three. The upper three, what do they represent in our life? Last week, we're dealing with all physical things in our life. That's called the lower seven. That's what the plagues crush. They crush all negativity related to the physicality. This week, we're dealing with the upper three. The upper three has to do with awareness, with consciousness, with thinking. What are you thinking about? What's happening here? You see, our face, mostly, it's round. The body is called line. Line is finite. Circle is infinite. Remember that. We are built from two levels of consciousness. If it's above your mind, I'm sorry, it will only last three more minutes, and then I will go back to normal. Okay? <laughs> so the circle, the face is basically a circle where the body is a line, like one and zero. The face, what we call panim, primiut, okay? Panim mean internal. This is the force of endless. So the machshavot, the thought, everything in the mind is here. So whatever you are hitting this week, you are taking care of your mind. You are taking care of how do I think? Why do I think that way, the way I think? Where does this thought come from? Why, why, why am I jealous? That's not me. That's the thought. That's the Pharaoh attacking you. That's Egypt attacking you. So when you read the parasha on Shabbat, when you hear the parasha on Shabbat, meditate. Think about it. When, when we talk about Arbe, you know you're dealing with Bina. When you're talking with Choshech, I'm sorry, uh, Arbe, uh, what do you call it, grasshopper? No, locus. Okay, the locus? <laughs> Am I saying it correctly with my accent? Locus. Then when we talk about darkness, Makat uh, Choshech, we're dealing with Chochmah. Then we're dealing with Makat Bechorot, killing of the firstborn. What is the firstborn? The first Sefirah. What is the first Sefirah? Keter. This is the, the crown, the everything. That's why if you have a boy born first, you do pidyon aben. You do pidyon because it's a scatter, there's a highest level. So you have to remember this system because this system play a role everywhere. Seven days of the week, that's the normal level. So when Moses had to face Pharaoh for the three plagues, he was nervous. He said, I can deal with this and down because that's where I am. I am here. I'm a human being. But now God's sending me to deal that. I'm nervous a little bit. So, say Rabrandine, what God said to Moses, he said, you're right. This level, what you need to hit is, is a tough one. But don't forget one thing. There is one thing that's called emuna. When you are about to make a great mission in your life, that it's above your level, invite the creator to be with you, with whatever you do. Bo el paro, meaning come to Pharaoh, 
tell us all the Chachamim, Bo meaning in a regular way, all the time. Not Bo one time. Don't come to your Yetzirah, don't come to your Pharaoh one time. It's not going to work. Bo and Paro. Bo again. Come. Bo, Boiti, Boiti. Come, come with me. Come with me to Pharaoh God. How often? As often as you can until that evil inclination has been diminished. Bo el paro. Second thing. Bo meaning that you have partner that call God. You bo. Hashem is coming with you to paro. You're not going alone. And bo el paro, the third explanation, meaning come to his level. We know that paro was your neck. Again, it will be a little bit above your mind, above your brain. Paro location was around here. It's called Da'at. Okay? Paro was the bridge or where the neck is. You see the neck? That's what Pharaoh was. Or in Hebrew, whoever said that, that's correct. It was called Oref. Oref is the back of the neck. I don't think uh, in English there is a word for it. In Hebrew, we have Savar, we have Oref. Oref is the back. And for that reason, Ashkenazi, for example, on uh, Karata Seder, what they do, they put a, a neck of a chicken. I don't know if they call it in Yiddish. There's a name for that things. They burn it. There's a name for it. Like a chicken. Can I say chicken neck? Is it? Is it? Garun. Garun. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. You're Israeli. I didn't know. Okay. So that's the 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 neck is to show you that you're burning that ashpa uh, from the gibel rishonot lezayin tachtonot. For that reason, can I erase it for a second? I want to show you something about the the carousel and forgive me. Uh, yeah, we're already talking about getting a bigger place uh, or making a big construction here. We have uh, those of you who know Yosef is my pusher and motivation. Uh, I don't know if you know him. He's an architect. God bless his soul. He's Moroccan. I don't know if you know him. Amazing Moroccan. Good looking man. Available, single, talk to me. <laughs> He's an amazing person. So when you talk about the Ka'ara, okay, what do you have in the Ka'ara? How many items? Six. And the Ka'ara is seven. So you have the lower the lower seven. So the old Ka'ara, if you think about it, Ka'ara is all the lower seven sefirot. What about the three? Yafet! Three matzot. Wow, we have Ka'amim for... The three matzot, okay? The three matzot. Ah, Liga Acheret. Different level. She's ready for Passover. And if you take, if you take Ka'ara Begimatria, very good, 375, which is 365 days of the year, and the 10 item. So the 10 item is taken care of the 365 days of the year. That's what Seder is about. Don't go to the Seder like, if there is a matzah ball soup, if you're not keeping gibroch, or if there is no matzah ball soup. That's not, that's not uh, what you call turkey event, the uh, Thanksgiving event. This is not what it is. This is serious business. Passover is how you're going to have order in your life. Take it seriously. Everything has to be taken. Maror, for example. I'm not, I'm not doing seder like Sephardi, even I'm Libyan. I'm doing it like the Arizal, and the Arizal mostly go by Ashkenaz. So he does maror. So the marom is by a Sephardim, you eat uh, Roman lettuce. Uh, Ashkenazim like to suffer a little bit of Passover. <laughs> and, and, and they eat something called, uh, it's a roots, uh, bitter herb, horseradish, yeah. And you're supposed to chew it 
עד שנהיה מתוק, until it becomes sweet. Why? What is baror? What is baror? What gimatra is baror? I'm giving you a little secret of Pesach. Shavel a mavet. Gimatra a mavet. Maror is mavet. Im balor lo yatsa. Look at the Shulchan Aruch. It's good to study it. If you swallow it, it's not considered you did it. You have to do it again. So when you do maror, those of you Ashkenazim among you are still doing it, chew it until it becomes sweet. And I remember one time I did Passover for more than 50 people, and I remember everybody's chewing, and they look at me, and the doubts start coming up, and I say, excuse me, uh, are you sure it's becoming sweet because this is it, I'm done. I said, you have to chew every negative area of your life when you chew it every negative area. And I cannot go to the details why you're chewing it, the teeth, the teeth, you have 16 years, 16 years, you get the Aleph and you cut it by Yudvav, Yudvav, there is a lot of Kavanot. It's endless amount of Kavanot, but Passover need to be done with Kavanot. If there is one only that you have to do with Kavanot, is Passover. You gotta do it right, you gotta do it right. You can do, I mean, as you wish, the rest of the holiday, Rosh Hashanah, you have the Chazan run it for you, the Shofar, the Yom Kippur, you fast, you come to Passover, please take it seriously. This is what defines what type of life you're going to have. But all you. Now, going back to, to us. How do we change? How do we unparo ourselves? How do we get this paro and out? I don't want to be paro. I don't want to be Mitzrayim. To explain that, I'm going to take you 500 years ago to Rabbi Isaac Luria. I don't know how many of you heard the name. Rabbi Isaac Luria was the Ari Akadosh. Ari Akadosh. He, he wrote many books. One of them is called uh, uh, Sharuach HaKodesh and Shara Gilgulim. In Sharuach HaKodesh, he's talking about tikkunim, different tikkunim, meaning if a person did this avera, what is the tikkun? If somebody stole, what to do? If somebody uh, uh, cheats somebody in business or in another area, what's the tikkun for that? So it's give you every avera, what to do? Everything, what to do? He also uh, uh, write for you there in Shara Gilgulim. He's telling you what kind of neshama you have, what the reason you came to this world, what you came here to fix. There's a lot of information and knowledge. You can find all of it, again, on my YouTube channel, on my website. It's all free of charge. Go study. Take some time tonight and start. Start every day a little bit study, okay? So it's like this. I'm going to read his language because I enjoy his language very much. It's written by Rabbi Chaim Vital's student, but the Arizal wrote it to Rabbi Chaim Vital. גם זה סוד גאוות פרעה שנתגאה על שאר המלכים. פרעה has more ego than other king. He has the most amount of ego. מה זה ego? What is ego? What is ego? People, Yohara, you know, ego. What, what is ego? Pele Yoetz talk about ego and Yohara, we study it today. And, but what is גאווה? גאווה has two sides. There is גאווה of a baby. Baby גאווה is when you show off who you are. That's called a baby גאווה. That can be treated. That can be treated. Not a problem. And then there is Chaz Shalom Gava mature Gava. Mature Gava, mature ego, is when it's internally. Nobody can see it. That's the most dangerous Gava. On the outside, the person look humble, but internally, they feel better than everybody else. For that reason, they judge everybody. They hate everybody. They're never happy. I will tell you a story so you will understand the difference. In uh, not too long ago, in bet uh, of this month, Shvat was the Ilula of one of the greatest tzaddikim of all time. I don't know if you heard the name before. His name is Rav Zusha of Anapoli. Some of you maybe never heard the name Rav Zusha of Anapoli. The story goes like that. 
Rav Zusha, of course, was a rabbi, but he wasn't a famous rabbi. He didn't have his own shul. You know, give lecture here and there. And you know, that's it. They didn't have a kila of thousands of people. Two people. And uh, in his neighborhood, live a very important rabbi. It was a wedding. And uh, they invite, of course, the most important rabbi to go make the wedding. You know, the important rabbi is, is dressed the right way. Rav Zusha, you know, it's okay. Dress okay, but no, it doesn't look like a rabbi. He's a great rabbi, but it doesn't look like it. They invite Rav Zusha, also because he's a rabbi, and they invite the other rabbi. The other rabbi had a little gava, had a little ego. Usually if you are a rabbi, automatically you have ego. If the rabbi doesn't know he has an ego, that's the worst ego that you can have. But every rabbi has an ego. If a rabbi said to you, me, ego? Uh, well, stay away. Every rabbi has ego. Every teacher has ego. Because we teach, we share. Once you share, you, you beat above. But it's dangerous. It's the most dangerous job in the world. So the rabbi, you know, they, they tell him what time to be. And, uh, so they send him, those days used to be a, a, a wagon, like a beautiful uh, carriage. That they send him, they, they couldn't find the, the right one. So they send him a small one. Instead of having a white horse in front, it was a little donkey. They ran out, they ran out of horses, they have a donkey. The rabbi looked from the window. He said to his wife, we're not going until they send us the right, the right thing. So, honey, come on, you gotta let go. It's about the mitzvah, it's about the chatuna. Let it go. He said, no, I'm a principal, man. I'm a rabbi. I'm the biggest rabbi in this town and they need to know I'm the biggest rabbi. Okay, they're waiting. They're sending the messenger where the rabbi, you're supposed to do the wedding, you're supposed to do the chupa v'kidushim, you're supposed to do all the brachot. Please. I said, I want that. So in the meantime, the balabite is looking for the right horse for him. Take a long time. He arrived to the wedding. Habibi, the wedding already took a place. There is now no place for him to sit. They put him next to the band, you know, where the band are sitting. And there is no food left, but he's the rabbi of the city. So they go bring him a little pulke, you know, like a pieces of chicken, leftover from kegel and potato. They cut it to look at nice. And they bring him plate. And he's furious and angry and upset. And then he look. And he see Rav Zusha, this little rabbi, this little nobody rabbi, sitting with a chatan and kala table, with the, with the groom and the bride. He's sitting with the father and the mother. They're feeding him. He's everything. And he's angry. He's going home. He left the wedding uh, in the middle. And then the next morning, he and Rav Zusha pray in the same shul. Just he's sitting on the most important chair. Rav Zusha, you know, in the back, you know, putting his feet in. So he said, Rav Zusha is dancing and he's very happy. And he said to him, Rav Zusha, come here for a second. Come here. So what's the story with you? I saw you sitting at the table. So, well, I, I, I tell you, once I got the invitation for the wedding, I couldn't believe they invite somebody like me. You know, I know I'm a rabbi, but uh, I'm not, I'm not that, that important in town. So I decided to go one hour earlier. Why? Because I want to make sure I'm helping them to put the plate, maybe to clean the table, maybe to, 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 to do something good for, for, for them. I, I want to do good things. And then, and then the family was stressed. I don't know why they were stressed. They were worried. The rabbi didn't arrive. And this didn't arrive. So they asked me, are you a rabbi? I said, I, I am. I said, do you do wedding? I said, no, no nobody, nobody asked me to do a wedding. I'm not, I'm not the type of a rabbi that, uh, that does wedding. So, so what happened? They asked me to do the wedding. So I did the wedding. 
After that, I do the wedding. Not only that, they invite me to sit at their table. And he looked at the other rabbi and said, can you believe that me, Rav Zusha, that nobody, Rabbi, was, was getting all this kavod, all this respect. I, I guess they got it wrong, but I have to do the mitzvah. They asked me, so I did it. This story, my friend, is a story we have to remember for the rest of our life. It's not just about rabbis. It's a lot of time we have expectation from our wife, from our husband, from our friend, from our worker, from people around us to do more for me than I want to do for them. If you're not in the mood to help, if you're not in the mood to, to be caring about other human beings, why do you want to become a rabbi? Why do you want to become a teacher? Why do you want to become a husband? Why do you want to become a father? Why do you want to become a mother? Why do you want to become a friend? If your friendship idea is how I get something out of it, then don't be a friend. This is not a friend. Friend is the one who gives. Pharaoh's idea was all about Gava. All about Gava. Yain Amar Liyo Orivani Asitini. Yecheskel. Kenodash Asatzbo Eloah. He thought he was God. That's when you get really sick. I'm God. Betama Davar Bemashabarnu Kea Gava. I Goremet Aliyata Klipot Lemana Beshem Yutkei. Eh, I will skip that. Yutkei, Vavkei, you know, Yutkei, Vavkei. So Gava is Gehev, Vavkei. Okay, so the Vavkei went up. I don't want to give you too much Kabule. I don't want to make you crazy a little bit. Vekvaro Dedicha Kiparo, Pchinata Klipa, Anechezet Baoref. Already explained what is Paro, what is Pharaoh. Is the Gava, is the old concept of ego that captured you in the Achorea Agaron. Asher Sham, Makom Shlosham, Mochin de Elokim, the Katnut. This is the old idea of Elokim, meaning judgment, all the concept of judgment that unfortunately attacking you. So what do you do about it? What do you do to get better? Tell us the Arizal. If you want to correct the Gava, look what it says. It's, it's, it's supposed to surprise all of us. Tikuna Gava ve'aletzanut. It's a gava and letzanut. Letzanut meaning uh, uh, being what? Being clown. It's different than being funny. I don't know if you know the difference between being funny and acting like a clown. A clown looking for people to like him. Somebody who's funny want to make people happy. Okay? You have to be careful. Uh, about a year and a half ago, uh, the, the producer, or the director, I'm not saying it as an ego, but it will sound like ego, and I'm sorry, I do have ego, so I will say it anyway. You know, I used to be, I used to have ego, now I'm perfect, as people say, right? So the idea, so they called me from Israel, the people who did Oshpizin. I don't know if you saw the movie Oshpizin. So they're working on the next movie, The Batchan. It's called The Batchan. It's going to come out soon on Netflix uh, in a few years, hopefully. And Shuli Nerd, or Rand, 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 I'm sorry with my accent, Rand. So they, they, we were talking about how to do it. So I told them, listen, I, I have no problem with that to, to give support and information and content. Just make sure that you know the difference between Letzanut and Batchanut. You gotta explain to me. And Shuli went right on the phone and said, absolutely, I know it from the Arizal. I know where it's written. I said, yes, be careful because Letzanut is Gava, but to tell a person a joke and to make them happy, Zelo Gava. Because we know it from the Gemara. The Gemara say that Eliyahu Navi. So two people that Yorshe Olam Abba. And the Gemara is saying, they ask, why the Yorshe Olam Abba? Because they cause people to be happy. If you cause people to be happy, Ata yesh lechat Olam Abba. If you're a clown and you want people to, you are the best. Shneem inyan echad. Vem nitlim mimakom echad. According to the Arizal, the Gava is Elokim Acherim. 
A person who has started having ego is worship other God. It's a shocking thing, right? Lats. Lats is like Latsan. Lats meaning Latsan means clown. So when a person is busy being a clown, then it's becoming Tzel. Tzel and Lats is the same letter. Tzel means shadow. Dangerous of it. And for that reason, if you make a conscious decision to work on yourself, let's say you want to work only on one thing the rest of your life. From now till the end of time, you only work on one thing, Gaba. You don't have to worry about nothing else. Don't worry about all the things that you miss, Gaba. Once you work on Gaba, everything else will start happening. Everything will happen for you. Whatever you want will happen. Gava, somebody speak not nice to you, huh? Baruch Hashem. Somebody called me stupid. I said, ah, I told myself the same thing yesterday. I'm stupid. Same thing. It's no longer a problem because you realize he recognizes your Pharaoh. It's like the Baal Shem Tov. One time he was walking in the marketplace. Somebody said to the Baal Shem Tov, you are the worst human being I ever met. And the Baal Shem Tov looked at him and said to him, I'm absolutely agree with you that my body is the worst thing, but don't ever talk to my soul like that. So he divided, he was able to divide the body and the soul. Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva, you know, Rabbi Akiva always understand that the body is a different part. So when Rabbi Akiva want to eat, let's say, you, let's say it was cereal at that time, he used to tell to the body, I know you're hungry, let me take you to eat something right now. So the whole idea of understanding the gava is a body idea. What do we do? How do we start? And then we're going to go, last week few people complained and didn't do meditation. Uh, we didn't have time, so that's why you see me. I'm in a rush all the time to make sure I'm getting to the meditation. So to get to get the idea, that's not the book I'm looking for. Oh, here it is. Um, to get to this idea, I'm reading from the son of Rambrandrain. His name is Rabbi Avraham, and he's taking that section from Avi Yehuda Ashlag, and he's saying like that: What is the change? What is the change? Let's say we want to change the Gava. Where, where do you start? Maybe you buy a new yarmulke and you tzitzit for the men, new tzitzit for the ladies. You now lighting extra candle for Shabbat. Maybe a ner neshama for Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. Allah Shalom for Rabbi Bir Is it a change? No, not enough. Not enough. That's not enough of a change. So what is a change? What is a change? So it's like this: the mitzvot themselves. What are they doing? What is the purpose of the entire mitzvot? He say a mitzvot was created, letzaref. Letzaref meaning the, uh, from the word soref. Soref is a person who builds uh, uh, jewelry. Yeah, a jewelry maker is soref, right? Soref. So what is soref? Kitzorofet akesef, kitzorofet azab, meaning he has to melt it, he has to clean it and shine it. The mitzvot themselves is to shine us. But shine us from what? From what? What is the purpose? And it say, the main problem of human being that is difficult to change, I will translate it right now. It's very important you listen. Because if you decided tonight, I would like to transform, I would like to be a better person. I would like to achieve a higher level of spirituality. You gotta remember that section. We are kli. We are all kelim. We are all vessel. 
We all built from desire. That's why you have Kohen Levi Israel is Kli. Kohen Levi Israel Kli. It's a, we build with the desire to receive. But the desire to receive could be two types. Either desire to receive for just for myself, or desire to receive because I want to give pleasure to the one who gives me everything. It's called Lasot Dachat Ruach Liyotso. What is Lasot Dachat Ruach Liyotso? It's a big word. Everybody love it. Nachat Ruach Liyotso. What is the idea? Meaning, Hashem, I want this ice cream only because I want to do a blessing. Other than that, I don't want this ice cream. So before you eat, you push it away. I don't want it. Don't want it. But I know if I'm not going to eat, I'm not going to do the bracha. So through that vehicle, through that food, I can actually say the bracha. What is the bracha for? Is Hashem sitting there and counting your brachot? Like the guy in the synagogue that want to see how many people came in? That, that, what's the purpose of the bracha? In a, in, a, in a smart English, if I can say it in a smart English, you take the physical item and you dematerialize it. Meaning there is the material part of the food and there is the spiritual part of the food. The Arizal said that the physical part of the food, I don't need to describe it, going away. It doesn't stay with your body. You have to, it's a waste. It's going to go. But the essence of the food, the light, what we call nitzotzot, the light itself, that stay with your soul. For that reason, you say bracha, to separate the physical and the spiritual. So what do you say? Amotzi lechem in haaretz, right? Amotzi en haaretz. You are basically separate the body, amotzi, from haaretz, which is malchut, which is physicality, and you are now separate them. Everything has to do with kavana. Everything has to do with the right approach, with the right consciousness. If you don't do it this way, it will be just another, uh, you know, another bracha. And the year will go by and you're not mitkadem and you're not growing. Spiritual people has to grow. Spirituality is not because God will give you points. God will love you unconditional. It doesn't matter what you're going to do, you're going to get the same love. The problem, you cannot feel the love if you don't change. You can't. You will feel like he doesn't like you. You will feel he's judging you. You will feel like he's punishing you. But he's not. He loves you. How do you feel that love? By changing something within me. That's what you feel. So the only gift you get by doing it right, if not that he will love you more, he'll love you the same. He's a father. As a father, would I hate my kids if they misbehave? No, I feel I'm in pain. I'm in pain for them. I don't hate them. I'm in pain. Why they couldn't make a better choice? But I will continue to give. I can't help it. It's in me. It's in my DNA. What do you think? If me as a small human being with ego, continue to give to my children, the creator who has pure and no ego, just love, will not give you all the time. When a thief, when a ganav want to steal, who give him the energy to steal? Why, why is he not dying on the spot? If, if God is not into him, then kill him. No. Let them steal. Free will. Don't worry. I'm going to give you the energy. What is Ganav never lose? He never, there is one thing in religion that Ganav never lose. What do you think it is? A thief, what? Emunat Ganavim. Emunat Ganavim. Beautiful answer. What? What is that? No, Shomea Berachok, but Emuna. The Emuna, I like it very much. He prayed before, can you remember? He prayed before, oh, Tatsiloti, please save me. 
that nobody will, will catch me. Please, please, please save me that, that, that my children will never know about it, right? But is this some type of emunah? What does the Gemara say that the one person who was never connected to the Creator, one type of person will never connect to the Creator, and the Creator actually say, listen, even if you want me to live with you in the same apartment for free, I'm not coming. Gava. What is the Pasuk saying the Gemara? Me and you cannot be in the same apartment. Even if you said to God, listen, I have a villa. Come. No, no, no. Come back. But no. What is, what is, what is one second. What is the idea of, of, of Gaaval? Why, why Dafka Gaaval? What about Ganav? What about the thief? A killer? A rapist? All the worst behavior. People? Hashem said Gaaval. Gaaval. Once you start feeling you're better than everybody else, eh, but I have yamaka, I have a long beard, I have pears, I have tzitzit in and out, going this way, going that way. I have a new knife for Shabbat and I'm cutting the bread. I have, I have, I have a lot of great things I'm doing. I'm doing Yom Kippur. I, I stay extra hour and fast every Monday and Thursday. No, no, no. Terrible. Can't help you. You can do all the mitzvot, perfect mitzvot. You're walking, you lower your eyes, you don't look at anybody, not, not to judge and not to have lust and temptation. How's your gava doing after that? After you did the walk. You go home and say, ah, I'm special. You lost. All gone. Gava en ani vehu. There's no ani vehu. Nigma. So for me, we learn, my friend, we live in a generation of temptation is everywhere. Everywhere. Gava is everywhere, up and down is everywhere. What left for us to do? Left for us to, us to do is to work together. To work together to help each other. That's what God wants to see from us. How can I help you? Help me and I will help you. I don't know how to do this, but maybe you know how to do that. And then we create a group that's called community. Zenikra Kila. is not just a set in a synagogue and Zenikbar Shabbat. It's, it's not the point. It's not the point. The point is to build a concept that we can take care of each other. And there is nobody is worse. There's no such a thing as rabbi is above. Rabbi has problem too. What do you read rabbi because he read books uh, half an hour before you, he know better than you. No, he has problem. He has problem. So he look at this kila and he learn from them. And the kila look at the rabbi and learn from him. And that's how it works. And together you, you win it. Last thing, I will share a story about Gava and May, and then we're gonna go short meditation. There is a story that I like very much. I usually tell it on Purim. Hopefully some of you will join me on Purim. Uh, uh, I'm not a big drinker, but I drink in Purim. And I tell a lot of Divret uh, Torah, uh, but in the deepest way. So you have to get ready. So everybody's welcome, by the way. So the, the story goes like this. The Baal Shem Tov, usually on Saturday night, used to drink. Hasidim, Saturday night is Belave uh, Malka. You should all do it. Those of you suffering from Parnassah, I told it many weeks ago, Always make sure you do melave malka after Shabbat. Make a seuda, respect the table, clean it, put the tablecloth if you have time. If you don't have time, mezonot, tea, mashu. You gotta do something. The Baal Shem Tov, they used to, to have a little drink. And you know, those of you know where the Baal Shem Tov used to live, it's called Bizibush. There it was one type of drink. It's not like here you have so many, you have a shop. It was vodka. Those of you who never been in Poland and Ukraine, they sell vodka everywhere. Vodka is the drink. So basically, Baal Shem Tov going home Saturday night. The Hevraya, they're staying in, in the shul. And they see the Baal Shem Tov not join them. So he said, okay, let's get, grab a vodka and have a little time. But they don't have money. They're poor. 
they're broke, and they don't have vodka. A gentleman walk in, is a new into that community, say, hi, I would like to be part of the Simcha, of the Fabrengel here. I want to be, ah, you want to be a part of it. You have to, there is rules to be part of our poor club. You have to come up with two bottles of vodka. So, say, you don't have money, you got to go knock on doors. That's what we do. The poor guy go and knock on doors and come up with half a bottle, another little bottle, a three bottle, he bring, it's about two bottles. They're sitting there and they start uh, singing and drinking and the Simcha is out of mind. They drink so much, they're all sleeping on the floor in the synagogue. This is now Sunday morning. They pray early, nets. Barashevda walking after Mikveh into the shul and he's walking between them, get to his Dukhan, to his, where he prayed, those of you who've been there. And one of them wake up, you see the leg, the other one says, oh, the teacher is here, the rabbi is here, wake up, wake up, wake up. And they're all going like standing. The Barashevda say that before he start putting his talit, he say, I want to ask you right now a very important question. And it's very serious. Who is in charge of what's going on in this room right now? Tell me. So the whole, you know, we are, we are Jewish, we know how to blame each other. So they're all pointing the finger to the, to the guy with the two and a half bottle. Rabbi, this guy, he's brought the drink and we, we, were, we got drunk and we laughed and it was... And the Barashevto said to all of them together, say, I'm very angry with you that you didn't invite me to be in this unification. This story is teaching us a lot about life, my friend. A lot of times you think a spirituality, connection to God is all about how to be rigid, how to be meticulous. The Creator loves you always to be with people, to unify with people, to connect to people. That's what the Creator wants from us. How can we work together? How can we find what's in common between us and all the differences? This is really what we are here for. We are here to build it together. And I will tell you an announcement that I never meant to do it tonight. But uh, this morning somebody spoke to me and they asked me, why you never do something here that it's not just lecture? Why can't you do a prayer here? But we do a prayer. It's a, I said, I don't want to turn it into a synagogue. It's too much work for me. He said, come on, one time. So I would like to tell you, those of you, from the guys, from the guys' point of view, from the guys' point of view, if you want to establish something here, like Friday night singing, uh, we have Chazanim, we have everything, or Saturday morning, but it will be more in a Kabbalistic spiritual way. Uh, we can do it. All what you have to do is to sign outside that you're ready to do it and you live in the area and we can accomplish some uh, nice minyanim here and nice idea that we can do together. Um, before I'm doing the meditation, hopefully this is going to work. The meditation I'm going to do for you tonight, I'm going to ask you to do something. It's not the easy thing, I know. But I'm going to ask you in your mind, to remember how to say your name with E in the end. Okay, E, the letter E. It's called in the Hebrew, Chirik. There is three consciousness in Kabbalah. It's called Chirik, Shuruk, Cholam. These are the three levels of consciousness that cannot go into the idea. So one of them will be E, one of them will be Cholam, will be O. So for example, if your name is Yosef, for example, so if I say E level, meaning Chirik, it will be E, V, C, and P. I know it's hard on the brain what I'm doing to you right now. So if your name is Linda, so you'll be Lee, E, Ni, uh, D, right? And E, and I, E, okay? Okay? So in, use your
use your English, use everything you know about English, and just add E when I ask you to do E consciousness. It's called Chirik. Remember, those of you who know Hebrew, Chirik Vecholam. The reason we, we are doing Chirik and Cholam, that's a lot of knowledge I'm giving you now. Chirik is below the letter, Cholam is above. And when you do Chirik, it's a low vibration. When you do Cholam, is a high vibration. So I'm basically going to elevate you, not I am, again, the ego, you see? Me and my ego will elevate you. So elevating, you will be elevated by this type of study from one level to another. Just be aware, the ego is sneaky. You see what it does to me, he's always coming in. Uh, I'm not blaming him, I guess I like it. So just be aware of that. And I'm asking you to relax. I'm going to put a music for about one minute and then I'm going to start talking, okay? What's your Hebrew name? What's your Hebrew name? Liat. So it's Hana. 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 Your name in Chirik will be Chini. Okay. You only add do Guys, we gotta start. We gotta start. Just relax. Uncross your arm. Uncross your leg. Sit stable, sit nice. Make sure your lips are moving like a smiling person to the side because it's released some tension on the cheek. Okay, it's biologically important. And also it's very good for your soul to smile. Reshut Arabi is the smile. Here we go. Close your eyes for one minute. We're going to start. In one minute, we're going to start. Make sure you relax your body by breathing in and out. Let that breathing relax your body. If you have a phone, make sure it's on vibe, not to disturb your friend. want you to do right now I want you to see yourself those of you who have been there in Jerusalem Yerushalayim Irakodesh I want you to see yourself in Yerushalayim Irakodesh you're looking at the wall and you are sitting on a chair make sure that's where you are you're sitting on a chair and think about one area about your personality that you would like to improve, you would like to change. One area in your life about yourself, not about what is not working for you, yourself, the inner self. What is the part about me that I'm trying to change? In this moment, you will add the letter E to every letter of your name and try, if you can, to say it into your mind. Like try to say it in your mind many times because that will relate to the low vibration chirik into the area of the thing that needed to change. Chirik or letter E. 
fill out the energy of Greek or the letter E is vibrate to your mind, to your body, to the area that need improve. As you're doing it, and the vibration penetrate from the chirik, from the E, toward your body and soul. I want you right now to see yourself in your meditation, in your itbonenut. I want you to see yourself standing in front of the wall in Jerusalem, the Western Wall in Yerushalayim. And in this time, you are reading your name in your mind with the letter O. Or those of you who know Cholam. Read your name with Cholam. That's a high vibration. What type of gift would you like to receive from the Creator to help you complete your spiritual mission in this life? What do you feel would be the one thing that the Creator gave you in Yerushalayim Irakodesh that can truly make you a better person, that truly make you a better human being, more spiritual? Think about it. And keep the smile going. Do not ask without a smile. Always panim tzuchakot. Now you combine the, what we call Cholam and Chirik, or O and E. This is the time you look at the sky, light blue sky, Yerushalayim, the wall, and send that vibration, that energy to whoever live in Eretz Israel right now. Everybody can use a little bit of your love, a little bit of your energy give it, share it, help, send the energy everywhere. Don't underestimate your ability of your soul. You can do a lot by doing it every day. Send your energy everywhere. Send your gift everywhere. Inhale and exhale as deep as you can, three times. So you will establish that energy at least for the next 48 hours. And then slowly, slowly open your eyes. There is a lot of light. So just open your eyes slowly, please.
My friend, I want to tell you the time it took you to do it. It was exactly six minutes. Did it feel like six minutes? Feel more, right? So you can do it every day, right? I mean, there is no 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 need to say it's it's difficult. We all can do it. Normally, we're supposed to do 15 minutes minimum because of time. I had to rush it up. We all can do it every day. Sit down, think, take yourself, teleport yourself, and start helping people. Those of you who have kids, you can help your kids from far away with that type of energy. You can help your children if they live in the same house with you. Those of you who have difficult time with your children and they are in the same house, always go to them before Alota Shachar. Always go to them and tell them good words of love and you will see the energy that is happening. Always before Alota Shachar. And there is a lot of wonderful things that you create. Those of you who are pregnant or want to be pregnant, make sure you talk to your baby. Even if you don't believe, they listen. It's called Matzav Ubar. We know that the human being has to go to Ibur, Yenika, Mochim, three level, three dimension. Or if you want Chirik, Shuruk, Chulam. I want to thank each and every one of you that you came here. Also, I would like to remind you two things. Please sign for my YouTube channel and for, uh, for the website to start study. I want you to become serious about the study. Thank you, everybody. And do me a favor on the way, on the way out, just one thing, two things to ask you. We have a lot of neighbors here. You just, when, as you're getting out of the door, less noise. Second thing, if you can see five people that you don't know, and at least tell them tonight, remove the ego, tell them, thank you for being here tonight. Just be nice to five people, at least that you don't know. That's break the ego that you don't know and say, thank you for being here tonight. Thank you very much, everybody. Have a wonderful night.